And you're very welcome back. You're listening to News Talk Lunchtime. John Kyo in for Jonathan Healy this afternoon. And uh, it's around this time every week that we go to our man in the States, Kevin Cullen of the Boston Globe, to see what's making the headlines in the US. Good afternoon to you, Kevin. How um, are you, John? I'm good, thanks. And there's only one story, I suppose, uh, knocking yeah. around at the moment, and that's the presidential election, which this week, which or sorry, which next week is into its last few days, but in the certainly in the last few days has been dominated, insofar as it was a campaign, I suppose, uh, by Superstorm Sandy. Yeah, it absolutely has dominated. Since Sandy struck on Monday, um, it really has been uh, all about the storm and all about it. It really pushed the campaign off the front pages, and it really was. It, and it was, in some respects, fortuitous timing for President Obama because it's allowed him to act like a president, and uh, he's done very well with that. I saw the polling last night that was done. And well over seventy percent of Americans think he's done an excellent job. But will so that, that translate? That has to help him. Will, it, tra- it, will. will it translate into votes? Yeah, I think it will. Yeah, I think it will. But you know, here's the other side of this. And I was talking to somebody in New Jersey yesterday. You, you know, we still have a very good prospect or a chance of of President Obama losing the the popular vote and winning the electoral vote and then retaining the presidency. But you know, how many people, in, particularly in New Jersey and in closer to the metro area in New York, how many people are actually going to vote when they don't have electricity, when their houses are destroyed, uh, when they have all those other issues going on in their lives? Right? Are they really going to go out? I mean, the, the, the New Jersey doesn't even know how they're going to get all their polling places up. Um, Newark, the largest city in, Newark, in, in New Jersey, is actually in a state of emergency. And uh, half the city doesn't even have power. So, so. just before then, we, we move on on the, on the election front, just in relation to the storm, I mean, you're talking about the problems there in New Jersey. The, the, the post-Sandy cleanup, then, is, is something that's just going to take, well, a very long time, judging by oh, what yeah, you're saying. Absolutely, absolutely. And, and, and New York City has never been hit like this in, in, in the last century. They haven't had this. I mean, they've had snowstorms that have paralyzed it. But nothing quite like this. I mean, the subway was down longer than any time before. The uh, the problem on Wall Street. I mean, it, that had never happened before. Two consecutive days that they couldn't trade. It's just never happened. And um, so these are these are all unique situations, and it's really unclear how it's going to play out. And it was an iconic shot I saw during the week, Kevin, of uh, of that that famous New York skyline, that Manhattan Lower Manhattan skyline, mm-hmm. totally in darkness. Something that you you just never expect to see. Yeah, I talked to friends. I have to go to Midtown on Monday, actually, for Monday and Tuesday for business. And um, I talked to friends who live in Lower Manhattan but work in Midtown, and they described it as sort of like the it's two islands now. They, they compared it to the island of Hispanola, almost like Haiti on one side in total darkness, and then the Dominican Republic on the other side, and, and you know there are lights everywhere, and, and life goes on. But it really is, Manhattan has sort of been cut in half when it comes to haves and have-nots. So, so let's go back to the election then, Kevin. And uh, it, will it, would it be fair to say that this, the, the whole this super storm, super storm Sandy will, will define the election in that, as you say, it, it will have allowed President Obama to look and act presidential, and if he wins it, it could be literally on the back of his performance over the Superstorm. I think if he wins it, and he wins it, you know, in states that clearly were affected, or or swing states, there's no way this hurt him. I put it that way. It's hard to say. We won't know until after the election. And clearly, a lot of the exit polling, I'm sure, will ask voters: Were they impacted by the way the president acted during this? You know, the other thing, other problem for Mitt Romney in this is that he came out during the campaign, the primary campaign, and suggested that the federal, you know, the, the federal agency that can, that works 
after disasters like this, FEMA, he suggested that it should be, you know, collapsed, that it should be folded up, and that states should take care of this, and better states have p- private industry take care of disaster relief. That's not what people want to hear when their power is out. That's not what they want to hear when, they're, when their homes are destroyed and they, and they want to apply very quickly for disaster aid. So it, it, it's curious how this will play out, with, not just with President Obama, but how does this impact Mitt Romney's uh, you know, reputation with people who are hurting right now? Or more than that, Americans who are watching this. You know, the way you say that, that you could end up in a situation whereby President Obama might win because he wins the, co- the electoral college votes, but not the popular vote. And we saw that happen back with Al Gore and George mm-hmm. Bush there, what, 10 or 12 years ago, whatever. Um, but, but it didn't impact on, on Bush. The fact that he didn't win the popular vote um, didn't really have a, a, a huge impact on his presidency. Well, you know, there were always people that questioned his legitimacy, um, and obviously there have been people that have questioned Obama's legitimacy, given there are many Americans who believe he wasn't even born in this country. So it does. It, I think it does have an impact on a, on a presidency, but obviously, you know, at the end of the day, whoever's crowned president is president, and, and, and the detractors will be there one way or the other. And if Obama prevails in this, there will be people who suggest that there was voter fraud and all sorts of things. You're always going to have that in American politics. I'm going to get you to call the election in a few minutes, Kevin. Uh, oh, no way. <laughs> but before Patty that... Power wouldn't call it. <laughs> Listen, there are a number of, uh, of um, unique ways, let's just say, of predicting what way the, the election is going to go, aren't there? Yeah, there's all sorts of things, and I would most of them I would say are statistical coincidences. Not, I mean, for example, uh, you know, the election always falls on the first Tuesday in, in November, and I just read this this morning that every time it falls on November sixth, as it will this time, a Republican has won the White House. I think it's six times in the history of the United States. And then there are also, you know, when the <laughs> when the Washington Redskins win their last home game before. Um, before the election, the the Democrat wins. So, I mean, these are all statistical the, yeah, coincidences. There's another one I was looking at as well, which I thought was funny. This is the Seven Eleven election. It depends on what what coffee, what color coffee cups people take. <laughs> well, like I said, I think these are statistical coincidences. The one thing I think that is not a statistical coincidence, but involves statistics, and that's Ohio. No Republican has ever won the White House without winning Ohio, and I think that will hold true today. To the, on Tuesday. I think that's still the, if you have to point to one state, there are a number of swing states here, and, and Romney has really narrowed the gap in a number of them, whether you're talking Michigan or Pennsylvania. Mm. But if, if Romney does not win Ohio, I would bet my house that he doesn't win the presidency. What do you think? Who, who will win Ohio? Um, right now, it's, it's with Obama. Um, and it's leaning towards Obama. But that's, it, everything to cut will come down to turnout. And and it's still very unclear. When we do all this polling, we, we you know we talk about voters, registered voters, and likely voters. Mm. That still doesn't tell you who turns up that day because it might not tell you what kind of a day it was. But, but the, the, it might not tell you what's going on, say, a college campus that day. Are the young people going to come out and vote? And they don't traditionally vote. They well, voted for Obama four years ago. Are they going to come back out? We don't know these things. But there's also a school of thought, isn't there, that, that um, the, the people who've been polled and this election campaign's been going on for effectively 18 months, essentially, at this stage. And if people don't know who they're going to vote for at this stage, you're left with very few undecideds. And it may be that the undecideds decide not to go out and vote. That's true. That, that very well could happen. We won't know that. And, and that, like I said, this is a, I always say that this is a big country, and it's not a monolithic organization. And everything, when we talk about weather, there are going to be five or six different weather patterns in the United States that day, given 
the location of where you are, and that will really impact the turnout. It always does, and it's impossible to predict at this point. So we'll see. I mean, I would not bet my house on any of this, to be honest. I wouldn't bet anything, and it's just too close to call. I think anybody who suggests they really know or really can predict who will win on Tuesday is either kidding themselves or lying, Do you because have a, it's do, just statistically too close to call. So, so you don't want to have a stab at calling it then? Uh, I guess, you know what, I guess if I had to take, I, I really do think we might have that situation of of a, uh, a popular vote going to Romney, an electoral college vote going to to uh, Obama. That's what I see mm. as I look at it totally objectively. It also, I talked to somebody yesterday who knows this stuff a lot better than me, and he said, we're not going to know for a couple of days. Yeah, I was just going to say, I remember the Gore-Bush uh, yeah. election, and I remember going to bed at a certain time thinking, yeah. that's it, you know, and I woke up and hang on, uh, it's it's still all it's still all going, and we're used to American <laughs> elections on this side of the Atlantic of going to right. bed and waking up with a new president. That doesn't look like it's going to happen this no. time. I actually watched that, that in 2000. I was at the uh, U.S. Embassy in London, and ended up not going to sleep for two days. So I don't want to go through that again. Are we I'm going to have be in, hanging chads in, in Florida and we're going to yeah, bring I in senior know. people from the Republican no. and Democratic Party to look at no. holes in ballot papers? Supposedly we're beyond that, but we'll see. I I, I don't think it'll come down to hanging chads. But, uh, you know, it, 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 I, I would not be surprised if we don't know for a couple of days because it's going to be that close. I'm going to be in New York. for. The, I actually have to go vote right now in my town, vote early because I'm not going to be in my town uh, on, on Tuesday. I'll be in New York City. All right. Well, the best of luck. And uh, let's, uh, well, you'll be talking to Jonathan next week indeed as to uh, the outcome, if, if there is an outcome. If there is an outcome. <laughs> by next Friday. Yeah. Kevin, good to talk to you as always. Thanks indeed. Kevin Cullen, columnist with the Boston Globe. As I say, he'll be back on uh, with Jonathan next Friday.